y'all episode number seven we're getting very close to getting out of the single digits we're gonna be in the double digits pretty soon here and uh well i hope you guys can forgive me for tank tops for pretty much the last few episodes because it's fucking hot in here i i mean even though i got a fan you know it's still it's still hot out there and whatever i like them i gotta build my way up to it anyway uh, so, yeah, this episode we, uh, do some more, uh, Facebook posts, and I believe I've come up with a name for that segment, I'm gonna be calling it Post-Apocalypse, cause, yeah, I couldn't really think of anything better, if, if, if I think of something better, you know, I'll change it, or, you know, go follow me on Instagram and DM me, maybe you'll have a better name for it, or maybe you'll have a worse name for me. In which case, fuck you, but I'll probably read it anyway. So, yeah. Post-apocalypse. And, uh, you know, I get into some more things about my daily life. And, uh, let's see what else. This one's a little bit of a longer one for you. So, you know, sit back and enjoy. Walk to the hiking trail or the beach the day it opens. You're not gonna catch me doing that shit. At least not right now. I mean that that's just some bullshit, you know, privilege stuff. As people, you know, running around me like, Oh, you're taking away my rights by making me wear a mask. Like, well, you know what? So you don't take away my life. Anyways, Whatever, we're here again. Some more uh, more fun in the closet, I suppose. What's up, closeteers? Now, if you pardon me for a minute, take a quick drag. <sighs> Not bad. Hope my mic doesn't start smelling like shit. This ain't the same stuff that I had uh, earlier. It's just some uh, leftover from a friend of a friend. It's not very strong, but I suppose that's a good thing. Also, no beer today. Since I'm smoking up, I gotta keep hydrated. Uh, yeah, how's everybody doing? It's been pretty wild out there. Sorry for covering my my beautiful face, the beautiful angel that I am. But yeah, man, it's been pretty wild out there. Like I said before, I'm still doing the uh, the old Postmates thing, and now I realize that it's not you know like a, an end all be all career, but it's actually. I mean, you got to put the work in, obviously, but it's it's actually not that bad. I've been making a decent little chunk of change every week. The only what was I gonna say? 
Yeah, the, the only real downer is that, you know, at the end of the year, it is a 1099 job, which means that they don't take out, they don't withdraw taxes or anything like that from what gets, you know, paid out to you. So I have to take care of that in the end, but I'm already, you know, doing that. I'm setting aside my 30% each week, and it'll probably be a good way to make a... Uh, you know, start making a little bit of money that I can invest into some sort of savings. Fucking Christ, singing never feels like it's right. Whatever, I might as well take another hit. At least it's not oregano. I'm not that stupid. Right? <laughs> what? You know, I don't know about you guys, but I always felt that I have a kind of a strange voice. Or not so much strange, I just don't. It's not, uh, I guess whatever, whatever like, the, uh, the oral version of photogenic is. Audiogenic? No. I'm here that shit out of here. I'll look that one up later. But, uh... Again, part of the reason I'm doing this podcast is to, you know, among other, aside from being, you know, more vocal, is to maybe, maybe trying to change up my vocal range a little bit. I don't... I, I have given a little bit more thought lately to trying out the the acting path a little bit but I don't I don't really know how I don't really know if I want to do that either or maybe even get into like I don't know I did try I did sign up and I had tried doing work as an extra but you know I just didn't really get any hits the uh their uh, scheduling and uh well just scheduling system is it's kind of archaic like you you have to call in and listen to their uh, their phone uh, message service and have the time with this guy or whoever just talking really fast. Sometimes you can only hear it once. And, yeah, it's just, I don't know. You, you would think that there's, the, the, only, the only time they do anything on a website, too, is if they, they have, like, a central casting Facebook group and they'll put out ads there. But, you know, it's never for anything that, really fits me but I don't know whatever 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 doesn't matter most people don't do it anyway so but yeah man things are pretty you know now well just just having been in lockdown for or in quarantine for quite a while and now that things are starting to open up again you know people are just uh they just don't know how to act you know <laughs> kind of crazy I uh Thing. Now, now, today was, I just got back done from, uh, you know, doing deliveries today, and now this is, today was the worst that this has ever been, but you can tell uh, which kind of people are assholes, because it seems like, you know, there, there's a, a lot, a lot of time, you know, a lot of people live in apartments, obviously, right? So, 
the you 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 would think that the common sense thing to do would be when you you know order food or something like that that you're expecting to come in like a short amount of time that you would go to the lobby and come get it from me then then you know for, forgetting about you know the whole uh social distancing aspect of everything like that uh which for the mo most part, you know, that has been the case. Like, I'd say half the time, you know, people will go come to me. But the other half of the time, they'll, I have to go to them at their apartments. And I don't know, maybe if they're just, like, introverted or something like that. Or they really are just genuine assholes. Because it seems like nearly every single case that I have to go and, like, find their place, it's literally in the back of the building at the top story and my car is you know out in the fucking street or whatever but it's fine because I got the uh, the postmates sign in my window so I just put on my blinkers and you know that's all there is to it but today you know, I had to go find a guy at the top of the fucking W Hotel which is one of the big ones uh, down here in Hollywood it's basically a landmark and now, it wasn't just, like, in the back. It was a situation where they had, you know, construction going on and, like, different towers. So I literally, I had to, like, go in the building, check in at the desk, in the middle of Hollywood. So there's, you know, traffic and not a lot of places to park and all that any, to begin with, even now. But as I go in, I check in, I had to get a code. I had to go up some floors to one tower, and then I had to, you know, there's a pool or whatever, up to the next tower, and then cross over to the next tower, and then back all the way down again. But, I don't know, it's fine. My one consolidate, my one consolation is, I was listening to Tool, it had just started, a song just started, whenever I parked to go do the delivery, and by the time I got back down, same fucking song. That's how music should be. Just if it's good, give me more of it. You know. All right. Excuse me for a second, guys. Ooh. Going on down a little bit smoother. Although it didn't really smoke up that much. <clears throat> this one might be done already. But. I don't know. Probably the craziest thing that happened to me, though, today, and, well, let, let, let me preface with this. I mean, I, I think, you know, everybody understands now that one, one of the biggest things about the lockdown is, you know, it's getting to the point, especially now, where uh, maybe, you know, I'm not an expert. I'm just, you know, putting out my two cents, but... Probably, I would say, like, one of the biggest debates uh, in regard to the lockdown is, you know, at what point does the uh, the economic downturn that's caused by everybody being in quarantine going to cause more damage than the virus itself? And, you know, to be... And, and the, the thing is, is, we're not going to see the full effect for maybe another two or three months, but... I think I might have seen a little bit of an effect 
It's affecting my brain. No, I'm kidding. But I saw a little bit of that effect today when, you know, part of my uh, my my uh, job orders ended up taking me down into Hollywood and central Los Angeles in the nice part still. But, you know, I was cruising down uh, Wilshire at one point in one of my drop-offs and, you know, some poor homeless dude tried to kill himself with my car. And I, I was surprised that I'm not I'm not as shook up about it as I could have been. Mostly because you know I I wasn't like caught off guard or anything like that, and it's not my fault either. But yeah, so I was cruising along, and uh, for for normally. No, no, th this is around like dinner time rush is when I was working and because of the lockdown well not, not lockdown because social distancing we'll just say that because honestly lockdown and quarantine are a little bit stronger than what is going on but because of the because of social distancing at this time of day nor normally it isn't but Wilshire was just completely empty there was basically no cars on it maybe like one or two in the distance and in my rear view mirror or something like that but I was cruising along in the uh, the right lane and I see some guy from bus stop just starts walking out onto the street which you know unfortunately living here in Los Angeles that's not an unusual thing you know there's always people like you know especially at bus stops you'll get the guy walking out of the street and you're like where's my goddamn bus get the fuck out of the street or, you know, they'll just start crossing mid-block, but, so, which is what I thought was going on here. You know, I see, it was, uh, it's an older black gentleman, and, uh, he, he, he looked like, I don't know if you guys had ever seen Black Snake Moan, he looked like Samuel L. Jackson in that movie, just all fucking crazy-eyed and hair everywhere, but, yeah, so I see him start walking out on the street. I think like, oh, he's just going to like slow down while I pass and then he's just going to walk across the street. But no, 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 because no. I, I locked eyes onto him as I got closer. And I, I was doing, you know, this is Wilshire, so I was doing like 40-ish. You know, I lock eyes on him and he's, you know, intently on me and he's walking briskly like, you know, I'm going to make sure this motherfucker runs me over. And so, yeah, I realized what was happening. Like, if I didn't... So, what I did, since I was going fast enough, I waited until, you know, kind of the last-ish minute to swerve over into the next lane so that, you know, this guy wouldn't have time to, uh, you know, speed up or start start running and then catch me that way. Because if, I, if I'd uh, swerved too soon, you know... That would have happened. I would have hit the guy. Or if I would have stopped, I'd probably have to deal with somebody, you know, banging on my door. And I'm not going to deal with that either. I was, It was in the middle of something. But, yeah, so I swerved out of the way. Completely missed him. He couldn't catch me. And I could see him in my rearview mirror. Meter? Rearview mirror. And he was pissed. He's like, man, why don't you fucking hit me? But, yeah, it's... 
don't know. Yeah, man, it's nuts. And that's and what what sucks is that that's not the first time that I've seen that around here either. But I think that's probably the most aggressive. Like he, you know, he's walking like he was going places. Unfortunately, that place was you know six feet underground in an urn. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a very good chance that, you know, someone out in Hollywood probably did end up hitting the guy. Or I hope not. But, I don't know. It, it, it just sucks. You know what I mean? I had thought about... I don't know. I, 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 I don't know... It probably would have been a good idea to call the cops, but I, you know, in a situation like that, I don't think they would have helped with that either. Maybe, I don't know. But actually, speaking of cops and speaking of wild shit, ooh, part of my runs took me down to Beverly Hills, which. To be honest, I never really, I've never really explored around there before, but yeah, it is a nice town, and uh, I think I saw more, more cops there than I have just about anywhere else, and I did manage to see a couple cases of uh, entitled white people getting <laughs> ticketed for not having their masks on, I think. I see one old lady pulled over. She was fucking, you know, v visually aggravated while talking to the cop. And then another was just like some teenage couple that were just, you know, wandering around without their masks and stuff. So, I don't know. They take it seriously down there more than they do up here in my part of town. And I actually was even wilder than that is I, well, here. I ended up going to the uh, the nice part of Inglewood, which apparently they have a nice part. Or it might just be like right next to it. I don't know. I'm just going off of what my map said. But, yeah, my last run took me all the way down there, which is, is a ways from where I live. But, uh, yeah, so as I'm pulling off like the main roads, going into the... Uh, the residential area, I see, you know, a police SUV starts following me. And I know he's following me because, you know, A, there's literally nobody else on the road at this time. There's like 10 at night now. And, I, you know, I had to make a couple turns and they followed me there. So I, by the time I park in front of, uh, you know, the guy's house that I'm dropping off food to, cop pulls up right next to me and hits me with the spotlight while I'm still in the car. <laughs> and uh, so, I, you know, I just roll down my window. I look over. I have my mask on. I'm just like, hi. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they see me. And I just hear the guys in the car like, uh, hi. And then, burn, just sped off. <laughs> Fucking the most bitch move ever. Like, they didn't even say, like, you know, if it, was, if it was me, I would have just been like, 
you know, oh, sorry, we're just making sure you have your mask on, but no, it's just, uh, hi. Or they sped off like they had a fucking black person to go shoot or something like that. They sped off like, uh, fuck, I had another one in there. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure somewhere in there there's a discussion about, you know, who who's fit for police work, but I don't know. Maybe not that guy. Or just awkward, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that, uh, to be honest, working in, now I, I, I work, uh, security part-time, uh, as a private thing, but in reality, it's a lot more of a, uh, or at least what, what I do is a lot more of a, uh, customer service type of job. I don't think I could ever really do actual law enforcement, because I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like being, you know, that confrontational. Which is, of course, you know, a catch twenty twenty because it probably means that I'm. I'd be amazing at the job, but I don't know. I I just feel like doing that job. You're going to be in a position that goes against your own interests, and well, kind of sucks. Because in a way, like no matter what you do. I feel like they 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 run into situations. Well, they they life and death situations. That's that's all I need to say. And life and death situations. Uh, sometimes without you know proper uh, training as to how to deal with that kind of stress, or maybe not so much improper training, but like improper screening. I suppose, I don't know. What what I do know is that the 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 cops that you know we hear about in the news on social media, like oh they shot an innocent minority or this and that, you know that that really is just a very it's a very small percentage of all of law enforcement out there. And you know I mean every industry hap every industry has its assholes, but. In their case, it just happens to, unfortunately and fatally. Hey, yo, Closeteers. What's up again? Just give me a second, I gotta... Almost forgot to change the boards out of my number. The numbers out of my board is. That's yeah. not because I'm, you know, stupid or illiterate or anything. I'm just uh, started off my night already. Uh. So yeah, number seven, man. Oh, I just got back from finally trying out the uh, the sandbag backpack that I was telling you guys about earlier. 
I put it put it in about halfway and took a run around the uh, the neighborhood and oh yeah, it works. It's pretty damn good. <clears throat> and anyways, I you know I ate up, I washed up, edibled up, and now I'm about to beer up. I saw this uh, taking a chance here. I saw this when I was uh, driving back home after doing deliveries and I just found uh, this stuff it was a four pack for like 18 bucks and I figured it's you know if it's expensive like that it's worth trying at least once right anyways I what I picked up was uh, orange zest milkshake IPA so you know I'm not like I said before I'm not a big fan of IPAs, but I'm all about good orange, so uh, let's see. This is uh, from the Devil's Canyon Brewing Company, San Carlos, California. Shout out. Not an ad. Uh, let's see what this shit tastes like, and hopefully not shit. It's not bad. It's a. Uh, it does. T it, it it tastes mostly like an IPA, which I would imagine is partially the point since it is actually an IPA. But uh, it's not as bitter as most, and there's just like that little little tiny hint of orange. It's not fucking corn out of my way. <clears throat> it's not overbearing. Since, uh, well, oranges are sweet, like most fruits, whereas IPAs are normally bitter. 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 But, yeah, no, it's good. Let me see how strong it is. Yeah, forgot to check that out. Uh, 5.5. Alright, that's not bad. Ugh. Well, anyway, I was, I'm filming this one a little bit earlier in the week, but we are, as I've been saying before, and as most of you already know, especially here in California, we're coming close to the end of our being locked down, and that's that's pretty cool, so... Or I guess I guess it's cool. It'll be interesting to see uh, what businesses change. I uh, needed another sip, first of all, but and one of the ones that I think would be uh, real interesting to see is <laughs> uh, what strip clubs are like once they open back up. So I, I, I know a couple of people who work at one, so I've been... I, I, I've asked them a couple times, you know, like, hey, what's going on? You know, just we don't know. Since, you know, that's just that world. But, <clears throat> but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to th see since, you know, one of the main proponents of, you know, the lockdown for this virus is to, you know, keep your distance from people. And, uh, 
well, I don't know if you've ever been in, in a strip club, but it's pretty much the opposite of that, so... <laughs> It'll be weird to see if, uh... Everybody's, uh... Trying to do the whole pole routine with a pair of latex gloves on. And a mask. So it's like, here's more, 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 more. It's like Kenny. Doing his routine. <coughs> now me personally, what I think would be more practical and a lot more hilarious is if they decide to put plexiglass all around the stage. Make the whole stage look like a fucking penalty box. Be like a, a little hole halfway up that you can, you know, put your, uh, put your dollars in, but, you know, small enough and high enough so that you can't reach back out. you probably see some crazy shit, too, if, if that were the case, like, every once in a while somebody throw an apple core at the stage, just, oh, fuck was that? Like, uh, like the old Blues Brothers, whenever they, uh, whenever they go to perform at that bar on the way to the gig, and the whole stage is, uh, wrapped in, yeah, or not, not wrapped in, but, like, it's fenced off with, like, chicken wire, and, like, what's with the chicken wire? And like, oh, well, you'll see. And <laughs> they start playing, they, uh, all the uh, the bar patrons, you know, start getting rowdy and throwing bottles, and they're just shattering all over the place. And it's a cool movie. You guys should go see it if you haven't already. The Blues Brothers, I believe. Yeah, that was in the first one that they did. That uh, that scene took place. Not so much the second one. They uh. Now, you know that's one movie that I I really hope to see like a, a sequel of or end of a trilogy not a remake remakes we've had enough of those plus Dan Aykroyd's still alive anyway and so is John Goodman and I'm sure well pretty much anybody else but they they can they can swap those out pretty easily but yeah, I, w I would love it if there was a Blues Brothers 3. But, I guess until then, we'll see. I still haven't uh, figured out a name for this section too, so that it has to be something related with Facebook posts or maybe just posts. I'm thinking uh, post apocalypse because I, you know, inundate you with some potentially mind shattering uh, what you columns things ideas. Okay, what was I?
Oh yeah, here was a cool one that I uh, picked out for buddy. This post is a Tumblr post. It's a you know I like post apocalypse. Welcome to post apocalypse, where I drudge up some Facebook posts and I make you listen, and then I let you read, possibly later. Uh, this first one, the Tumblr post. Sound, this is one of those things that, this is like quick, you know how when you were a kid, you ever see like those jokes, like, oh, I used to think quicksand was going to be a much bigger deal when I grew up, but, you know, it just never happens. The title of this article is, Escaping from a Coffin If Buried Alive. Could happen to you. Or you. Or you, or you, or you. I'm still getting, still trying to figure out where the uh, the camera is on me. But, yeah, if for some reason you wind up being buried in a coffin, this might help. So, the first thing, first rule that they state here is do not waste your oxygen. That's a big one. It says, in a classic coffin, there's only enough oxygen for about an hour, maybe two. So, you know, you you want to breathe... Breathe deep, but, you know, slow. Don't panic. You know, no yelling. Uh, they say don't swallow, which will cause you to hyperventilate. I think that might be something to do with, you know, the oxygen. But, uh, and then, of course, you know, if you're using, like, a lighter or some matches, don't use that because, you know, it's a fire. Fire eats oxygen. And that'll just, you know, snuff you out quicker. Uh, and then, of course, you know, they say stay calm as well, because otherwise your heart will go up and you'll start to panic, and that'll use up more energy, which uses up more oxygen, which shortens the amount of time you have under this earth. So, all right, now the step two. Uh, let's see... So then the next thing is, you know, to like shake the lid or see if you can, especially with like a, um, now what well, they say, especially with a uh, lower quality coffin, uh, you won't, whatchamacallit, yeah, it'll be easier to loosen up the lid and you might be able to even uh, punch a hole through this thing. Which does apply here because if someone's burying you alive, they're not buying you a nice coffin. They're putting you in a fucking box. Kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen Kill Bill. Or the uh, the second installment of when they, you know, bury, throw her in a coffin and bury her ass underground. This is pretty much what's going on here. I'm going to take another toke real quick. And we'll continue our discussion. So I'm beginning to think this isn't even like real weed. Or it's just very, very low quality. But, so anyways, check the lid of the coffin. Then next, uh, let's see, they say, uh, if you got, hopefully you're wearing a shirt. But they say to, uh, you know, cross up, pull your shirt over your head. 
and then tie up the end over your head and basically kind of make like an object uh what you call it object tight seal solid tight i guess well the the point being is that you know your your arms are up here so wherever you're putting pressure on the coffin lid is going to be right around your face now and the reason that they tell you to put your shirt or shirt or whatever over and tie it off over your head is because you know if it's on if if you're buried like a normal burial you got 6 feet worth of dirt on top of you which is not you know it's not good and the idea is that this will keep all of the dirt and shit you know away from your face which you need to breathe and give you a little bit of room so you won't suffocate right away and they say uh yeah kick the lid with your legs and uh if it's cheap enough you know hopefully the lid will already be uh damaged you know just from the way it's handled and from the weight of the dirt it says as as the lid breaks throw and move the dirt that falls through in the direction of your feet and then when that starts to get full try yeah push up and the uh the goal is to sit up while you're in the coffin because then you know as, well as you do that the dirt will fill in you know behind your back and will you know help prop you up and you basically just from then you just got to start uh let's see yeah so yeah so sit up and then basically just try to get up and they say that you know the dirt that will be on top of you is well it was freshly dug up or at least freshly buried so it'll be looser right unless they like you know came over with like a backhoe and just completely crushed it out but oh and hopefully don't get buried when it's raining because you know all this will go out the window because it'll be all wet and heavy but yeah so that's that's escaping from a coffin hopefully that makes sense alright I got another post for you uh, this one was actually a picture which I'll you know I'll share it right here for you all to see this was a, uh, another post it's called it's called I need to take another hit <clears throat> real quick just all bear with me. Yeah, this week's going to be a nice long one for you guys. Which, that's the point. Just making content. And, uh... Well, I've, I haven't really, uh... Shared this podcast on my, uh... Personally yet. But once I do... It'll be kind of nice because then it's like, oh, yeah, hey, check this out. And I got a bit of a catalog. <coughs> oh. 
Of course, I'm fine taking the hits, and then I get the water down the wrong tube. <coughs> and that's what kills me. What? Alright, where were we? So, this post is... I'm just going to read it verbatim, because fuck it. It's the shopping cart theory. Now, what they're saying... Now, picture, you know, like... A shopping cart when you're at Target or a grocery store or whatever. Say so the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. How you ask? To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognize is the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Unless you're very handicapped, but somebody should be helping you anyway. So, simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart presents itself as an apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning to the shopping cart. No one will fine you. No one will kill you for not returning to the shopping cart. And you don't get anything in return by returning the shopping cart. So you must return it out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it is the right thing to do because it is correct. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal. An absolute savage who can be, who can only be made to do what is right by threatening them with the law and the force that stands behind it. So the shopping cart is what determines whether a person is good or bad member of society. I myself, <clears throat> I myself am a good member, and you can probably tell as an atheist why I happen to like this article because. It applies exactly the same. You know, the point being is, if somebody, if you're only good out of fear, or because somebody's making you be good, then you're not good. That, that's all there is to it. <clears throat> that's just all there is to it. <clears throat> also, I don't know if some of you noticed, I, uh, I've been using one of these uh, new silicon bongs, and the, uh, I think the chamber is like a hard plastic, but it does feel kind of glass-like, so the only thing that's really fragile is the bowl itself, which is nice, because, you know, if I drop it, it won't be like uh, the beginning of Grandma's bar, which just shatters all over the street. Although I might spill some water and such. Oh, yeah. Mmm, that smells good. What scent did I have? Black rum, leather, and mint. Damn. That's a man smell. Scent of men. Scent of panther, possibly. Ugh, let's see. I know there was something else. There was something else. What was this? 
Oh, fuck. Deleted. Alright, so don't need that. Yeah, I think we're done. More or less. Anyways, like I was saying, you know... You know, check out my podcast on... We're on YouTube. We're on iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Jankity Ass Podcast. And check out my Instagram page at jankity.ass.podcast. You know, leave a follow. Leave a... Send me a DM or something like that so I can read them. We've got some more, more content. I don't really care what it is. Just, just fucking do it, all right? And, uh, yeah. I, I, I realize that right now. It's just kind of, you know, some rambling suckage. But, you know, just bear with me. Hopefully things will get better. I'll start making enough money and... Maybe maybe have like a real studio. Just be the uh, jankity ass studio instead of a jankity ass closet like I got right here. And, you know, maybe, hopefully, I might even have a co host at some point. Because, you know, I, re- I realize there's a lot of people, you know, especially when it comes to humor, a lot, there, there's a lot of people who just do better. When they're, you know, bouncing off of somebody else. And, well, I... I feel like I could be... I'm not as funny here as I could be. Mostly because a lot a lot of my humor kind of comes from, like... You know, what's reflected off of other things. So if, if I had, like, someone to, you know, just roast some bullshit that they said. And then you know, laugh at me, and then I laugh at them, and yada, yada, yada. That would work a little bit better. But, I don't know. In the meantime, I'll catch y'all next time.